What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Nemo's Thoughts on a Crazy World. I am your host, Nehemiah Hay, aka Nemo. That is why it's called Nemo's Thoughts on a Crazy World. Um, back for another episode. It's the second to last week of school. Finals week is next week. So I am feeling it. I am very tired, exhausted, kind of like last week, but this is like a four years like culmination to this very moment of being exhausted. But um, yeah, it's a good time. The sun is out, which makes me very happy. I love the sun. Um, I don't know why I live in Oregon, but I do anyway, so I love Oregon because the summers make it worth it, honestly. The summers in Oregon are the best. If you don't live in Oregon, you need to come here for the summertime because you'll get to truly, truly experience how beautiful the summers are here. But I have some exciting news for you all. Since I was tired and I was like, wow, I was talking for 30 minutes, may not be in my best mind today, I should bring a guest on. And so I texted my girlfriend last night and I was like, hey, do you want to be on my show so I can interview you? And she she said yes. So here she is. Her name is Emma. Emma, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. And <laughs> it sounds weird. I know. It's always weird being on here. But, um, <laughs> It's her first time on the radio, so everyone give her a little bit of grace if she messes up a little bit, oh as you gosh. did for me when you get, when I did my first episode. No, I'm I'm a perfectionist on the first try. Okay, we'll see how this goes then. <laughs> but I'm going to have some rapid-fire questions for her so you guys can get to know her very quickly. All right? Here we go. First question, what year in college are you? I am about to finish my junior year. So one year behind me. Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> what is your major? Um, I study international relations or international studies, whatever you want to call it. Okay. So what are your career interests then? <laughs> Nothing <laughs> has to do with that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting on the Lord or the world or whatever to tell me what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> there you go. If you could pick anything right now, what was your dream job? Uh, something where I can be my own boss so I can wear my own sweats. Or wear, wear my own sweats. Wear I was gonna say. sweats. <laughs> <laughs> so I can wear sweats. Heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, where are you from originally? Because we're both in Newburgh for school right now. Yeah. So I, for those of you who are not from Oregon, I grew up in relatively southeast Portland area. Um, for those of you who are from Oregon, I grew up in Gresham, Clackamas. Um, a little, well, precisely, I grew up in Damascus. But none of you yeah. guys are gonna know where that is. <laughs> Some people will. Estacada. I grew up all around there. There you go. There you go. Um, what is your f- favorite kind of music? Mm. Hmm. What isn't my favorite? I think the way to answer this question is not what is my favorite kind of music. What I think isn't? it's to address what isn't, <laughs> and that would be country. I am not a country fan. I was you in said- high school, and I think that's why I like. Okay, I do like one country song. I like Springsteen by Eric Church, and that's <laughs> it. Other than that, it all reminds me of high school. It's all it gives me some PTSD. All so. the bad memories. All the bad mems. So oh my gosh. I country music is a no for me. But other than that, I like it all. I like right now. I'm kind of nerding out on uh, Kendrick. Love Kendrick. I've loved Kendrick since. I don't know. Someone showed him to me in high school back when he had. As in Kendrick Lamar. What? To Pimp a Butterfly or what? Can, was it To Pimp a Butterfly? Good Kid Mad City was. Good Kid Mad yeah. City. That was. See, I'm not a true fan, but. 
<laughs> I know. Now I'm trying to question you a little bit. <laughs> What's your? I know we. I know that you love Netflix and Hulu, but if you had to choose a favorite TV show that you watch, what would it be? Mm, right now, it's Desperate Housewives. Overall, it's Stranger Things. Really? Probably. Over over Gilmore Girls. Ooh, now that you said that. It's just I haven't watched Gilmore Girls in a long time. So it's But if you had the option of being able to watch Stranger Things or Gilmore Girls, which would you choose? Oh, that's a hard question. Um hmm. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. Yikes. Okay. We're only isn't there any of the hard questions yet? We're already pleading the fifth. Um, that is a very difficult question. Stranger Things or Gilmore Girls? That's I feel like that's simple. Oh no. <laughs> Simple in the way I always use Gilmore, but that's just me. Um, um, you haven't seen um, back up here. You have not seen Stranger Things, so I know. Guys like making assumptions off of Target T-shirts because <laughs> I have like three. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Next question: What is your favorite thing about me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not a good reaction. You're supposed to have like a bunch of things to say right away. Because I thought these were going to be like <clears throat> easy, not lovey. Question. No, I just had to throw one in there because I have to get all by myself some way or another. <laughs> You're not too serious. Imbalance is my very serious soul. There you go. Okay, what's the most <laughs> annoying thing about me then? Oh this is gosh, probably an easy question for you. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. Um, no, I'm joking. I don't know, actually. I can't really... Um, I don't know. I know I tell you that a lot of things about you bug me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one thing? Nothing really. I mean... Maybe the way you're so My concept quiet of time. sometimes. Yes. Okay. Your concept <laughs> of time. You're late to everything. I'm not late and to everything. The thing that really drives me nuts about it is not that you're late to everything. It's the fact that it's rubbing off on me. <laughs> and now I'm late to everything. That's the way it works. That is the way it works. It is. Like, why couldn't it have been, you know, it should have been the other way. It would have been more beneficial if it was the other way. Because now you'd be on time for stuff, but you're still running 10 minutes late That's to true. everything. And now I show up 10 minutes late to everything. It's that Ethiopia it's not, time. Oh, my goodness. It could be. It is. It could be. Rubbed off on your mom, rubbed off on me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I think my whole, I think that my mom's side and my dad's, I think we always do everything behind, which is fun. I enjoy it. I don't mind being late to stuff i do you know what you got the attention that way it's because and that's why it's because my freshman year this whole answer i know you're gonna ask me how we met but (laughs) um my freshman year when we shared a class together you always showed up late and i always showed up on time and sue o'donnell never said anything that was a professor she never said anything to you mm. never like you'd walk in like 15 minutes late and she just didn't it was like you didn't even happen and then i walk in one day five minutes late because of you <laughs> and she said something and i was like are you is this a sick joke i know it's because it was towards the end of this i mean people yet. expect me to show up late now it's just the way it goes it's my it's, uh, it's like people have like their little signature things that they do mine is showing up no earlier than 10 minutes late. Yours is not considering people's time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only when it's important. I don't want to roast you on here, so I'll... It's my own show. I'll try and hold it back a I little. can delete anything I want, <laughs> um, but I won't edit. Um, okay, so speaking of how we met, how did we meet? Oh, how didn't we meet? Um, well, I don't... Hmm. I'm trying to read that thing over there. Sorry. Um, all those letters. It's kind of oh, weird, but yeah. sorry. Um i've had too much coffee um how did we meet (laughs) we met well we were in the same class together for a good solid like month and a half and then we went to this like event 
this concert, the Oh Hellos, if any of you know who that is. Um, and we didn't know we had the same class. We didn't know we had the same class. We met there through friends. And then I showed up to class the next Tuesday and I was like, why are you here? And then you're like, I've been here all semester. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't notice you. But you noticed me before. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, geez. Kind of hard not to. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. You <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> you noticed me before. I'm sure. You know, what's funny is I didn't. I didn't notice you, but I I did notice your, and I don't think you still have these, your like brown and green Converse. Oh yeah, I got rid of those. I got them from Valley Village. Yeah, I noticed those because I remember seeing those and being like, oh, those are unique. I mean, they were very different. Like they weren't. They were like military print. They were like military print and they were like, I don't even think, were they canvas? Like it, something I about them was kind of strange. Were, they were a weird shoe. They were kind of different. And I was like, oh, those are kind of cool shoes. But I didn't recognize, like I didn't notice you. And then I met you. And then I was like, you're in my class. And and then that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Um, so we've been dating. It'll be two years next Tuesday. Two years Tuesday. Two years Tuesday. Woo-woo. So you can definitely tell we were friends on and off for a long time between the beginning of her, her freshman year, the end of her freshman year. We, I don't like, know if I'd say friends. More like I really liked you, and you kept telling me you didn't like me. That's a different story. <laughs> different time, different place. Another, like that's said, a whole episode. Like I said, I'm not gonna <laughs> roast you. I'm not gonna roast you. Okay, so over the past two years, what is your favorite memory or favorite memories from our, uh, this, our dating experience? Oh, this is the last dating, dating question. Experience? I promise. Yes. Okay. Um, I was actually thinking about this on the way over. I really can't pinpoint one. I really can't pinpoint one. Sorry, I just like knocked the mic. Um, <coughs> I'm trying to think of like our funnest dates. I feel like our funnest dates don't happen expectedly. Like they have back up. They happen unexpectedly, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like we like go into something like not knowing we're going to have such a good time and then we do. So it's kind of hard to think of. Pick exact Is the mic one. picking me up? No, you're good. Yeah, you're on okay, there. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. I think just all the times we've like gone into Portland and with no plan. That's it's always the best with no plan because then it just happens and and it's fun. It is I feel fun. like there was something we just did that was really fun, but I don't. I don't know. That we like that well, we like got home and we're like, wow, that was really fun. I mean, we went and saw my friend's new store in Portland. And we went and got. Yeah, but it wasn't that. It was like a few, this is so bad that I don't remember, but I just feel like we had, maybe it was when we went up to U of P and visited Lydia. And maybe it was University of Portland Day. Which we need to do next week, by the way. I know we need to. She invited us again. My sister has extra meal points. She goes to University of Portland, which isn't too far away. So every once in a while we go get a free meal out there, which is fun. And the the food there is better than the one we have at Fox. Way better. Not trying to throw shade or anything, but that's just the way it's just straight facts. The food here sucks. All right. (laughs) Oh my gosh! It's my radio voice. That's that was pretty scary. I know. <laughs> Sorry, for listeners. Um, so the fun thing about Emma being an international studies major is that she gets to do a study abroad as a result. And do you want to tell us about that and where you're going, what you're excited for, what you're nervous for, etc.? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I get to study abroad next fall. Um. I get to study at Le Institut de Catholique. In that was really what does that mean? Pronounced the Catholic Institute of Paris, Le Institut de Catholique en Paris. Um, 
my pronunciation is so so. Um, I get to study there for 16 weeks, I think. I leave in September. I come back in December. Um, I get to study philosophy and theology, and it'll be quite interesting um, because it is a Catholic school um, coming from. I mean, I'm not Quaker either, so I guess it's probably not going to be too much different than coming to Fox, but um, I'm not even close to Catholic at all. Um, so that'll be interesting. And just studying um, different things that I really enjoy studying in French. That'll be weird. I think it'll, I think, excuse me, that's what I'm most excited for and most nervous for, excuse me, um, is just like the class load. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know. You know, it's one thing to move from southeast Portland to southwest Portland and you start going to college and, you know, that's a big enough change. But then moving across the globe and, you know, studying in a place where I was telling someone, like, I'm nervous because, you know, I know, like, in international students here, they, like, we stare, I mean, it sounds so bad, but, like, we stare at them, you know, they're different and it's a different situation and so it's odd and I'm just not looking forward to being the international student necessarily. Um, especially because I am not someone who likes attention. I hate attention. Like I hate dropping my fork in the dining hall because I hate the attention that it or showing up late to class or showing up late to class. Thank you. Um, just different things like that. I don't like, so it's going to be so long. I know it's going to be really long, but it's also going to go by really fast. And then I come home and then I take a couple more classes and then I finish my, your undergrad, my BA in international studies. Do you, um, plan on traveling across Europe a lot? Yeah. So I actually have friends um, who are studying abroad in Sevilla, Spain, um, while I'm going to be in Paris. And they're living in Newburgh this summer um, with me. I shouldn't have said that. I feel weird. Now Now the internet world knows that I'm living in Newburgh. Oh, well. <laughs> um, they are living near me this summer. And um, we're going to kind of get together and plan like a either trips to visit each other or a trip together to like go somewhere else or so yeah I plan on um traveling a little bit I really am wanting to travel just quite a bit in France I want to see Bordeaux I want to see Marseille I want to see um the French Riviera I want to see all those different things so I think Paris will be a good starting point but I'm definitely gonna want to get out of the city and get to the countryside so be fun yes I'm excited beautiful year up man that's going to be a wild adventure. Yeah, it's going to be All the Instagram pics are going to be popping. I know. I'm Follow me on Instagram, at Emma K. Turner. Um, Heard it here Shameless first. plug. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I gain some Instagram fame from this oh my trip. No, I'm just kidding. No, I had actually, I had a section towards the end of our talk about me plugging your social media. So you just did anyways. Oh, well, you can do it if you Good want. Good job. That's okay. I won't do it anymore. Actually, but speaking of social media, Emma also is a, I don't know the word, budding, budding entrepreneur. In a way. Hold on. I'm texting Anna. Sorry. <laughs> you have your phone. We're, you're in the middle of an interview. No, I know. I'm just, she asked if she could come and I had to say no. Okay. But, um, yeah, no paparazzi in, up in the radio <laughs> lab. Um, She's my best friend. One of my best friends. Um, but Emma is a budding entrepreneur. She is getting into the realm of essential oils and healthy living. Um, if you want to follow her, um, on Instagram, it's at These Good Oils. And <laughs> I hate the name. It's a great name. I hate the name. I came up with it so 
off the cuff. I wanted it to be like trendy and but like I am the most non-creative. So if any of you know Enneagram, I am not. I am the furthest thing from an Enneagram four. I am all about being the most basic person ever. Like I'm so basic. I'm so I'm like the basic white girl and <laughs> like shamelessly, I'll admit it. And um, yeah, so I like really couldn't come up with anything original. That's about as original as it got. And since then, I've thought of probably like 15 different names that I'm like, that would have been a good one. It happens that way, though. So can you tell people what you do? Um, what Like what is these good oils? Like what's the mission? What's the mantra? Mm. What do you do? Good cue. I mean, so for any of you listening, um, yeah, basically I have entered the multi-level marketing side of Young Living, um, which I think gets a bad rap. I think people don't like the idea of like home party multi-level marketing business I know some people have been like you really wanted to join a pyramid scheme and other people are like oh my gosh you're one of those people that's like annoying and salesy um, it's kind of like the Mary Kay of essential oils okay but don't say that because I can't stand Mary Kay um, <laughs> Mary Kay is the reason why MLM gets such a bad rap but Forbes magazine actually I was reading this Forbes magazine said that MLM is one of the best business structures because um, it's easy startup. It's easy. You don't have to reinvent the wheel to be a part of it. What's MLM? Multi-level marketing. Okay. I said that like oh, five times. Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel to be a part of it. You don't have to, a lot of times it's a low cost startup. If it's not a low cost startup, it's probably a pyramid scheme. Um, yeah. So it's just a really, it's just a different way of approaching business, which is, you know, what it is. And, um, for me, it worked really well because, I am not, like I said, I'm not a very, like, original, um, creative person. Like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, my gosh, this is the best idea ever, and I'm going to run with it and have it be, like, this huge, successful thing. Like, that's just not how I work. I'm a really good follower. And so, um, for me, it was really easy because I could hop on the train. I had someone ahead of me who was already doing the business, teaching me what to do. Um, I have people below me now doing the business, which is really awesome. Um, and I get to teach them what to do. But basically, um, it's the business side of Young Living Essential Oils. Um, I sell, I don't sell, I refer, I um, suggest essential oils and I get a commission for it. So, and I get to build a business and it's super fun. And I get to talk to people and meet people and give them good smelling stuff. <laughs> what have been the health perks for you when it comes to essential oils? Mm. Um, I have to be careful that I'm being compliant right now because I can't really talk about, can't use medical terms, but I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, I have been able to cut back on um, anxiety medicine. So anxiety medication, I should say. So I have um, dermatillomania and trichotillomania, which are hair pulling and skin picking disorders. Um, it's a part of having obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and I was on the highest dose of Prozac that you could be on. Um, so that's 80 milligrams. I want to say something like that. I was on the highest dose um, that you could be on and it didn't make me feel any kind of way. I know some people, um, say like when they're on ADHD medication or anxiety medication, it makes them feel like slow or crappy, but, um, I didn't really feel that way. I just didn't like the fact that I was pumping drugs into my body. So I started using oils, um, 
to kind of help with the side effects of taking medication. So lack of sleep, um, feeling kind of just like dull and numb and just stuff like that. Um, and like soon enough started realizing that they were doing much more than just helping with the side effects. They were helping with, um, repairing the damage I had done to my body as well as, um, aiding and just helping me, um, no longer do that damage as well. So that was a health benefit as well as I just don't get sick as often. I have diabetes. Um, and so my immune system is compromised and, uh, because of that, I get sick a lot and I think I've only been sick like twice this year. Last year it was mm-hmm. like from like November to like Every March day. I was just sick and now I've been sick twice. I just got over a cold and um, I had a cold last semester. So yeah, those are just, I mean, obviously I could go on way longer than I need to about essential oils, but beautiful. I love it. And thanks for man bringing the honesty on the first episode. Oh, wow. I'm an open book. I do not. I don't not care. Hold back. I used to, and now I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Vulnerability is a good thing. I mean, at, like at some point, you can just look at my hands and my face and my head and see that I have some damage and people ask questions and you got to get comfortable with it. So It's true. Yeah. Man. Well, thank you. So you're interested in more oil stuff. Follow these good oils Hit on the gram. I also, side note, um, was listening to one of my dear Instagram friends, never actually met her in person, but dear Instagram friends um, doing a live video about oils. And she made a really good point. Like if you're going to go to the store and buy, so Young Living has makeup as well um, and different products like that, home cleaning products, all that good stuff. Um, If you're going to go to the store and buy those things, you may as well go to your friend, support your friend, Mm -hmm. support small businesses. Technically this is a small business. So it's true. Yeah. So that's Go my shameless plug. Support me. <laughs> Help me. I'm buy poor. oils. <laughs> Help me. I'm poor. No, I'm just no but you should buy oils for your own good, anyways. But yes, if you, I mean, seriously, if you need home cleaning products, if you need makeup, like, hit me up. I You're will. The best. Yep. There's so many things you can do with them. Even I'm learning a lot. So versatile. Yeah, he wears the makeup. He's wearing it right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm joking. I hate being on radio and podcast because <laughs> no one can actually believe me because they can't see my face. Okay. Well, now we're going to, this show, for the most part, I'm going to kind of go, I'm going to bring you a little bit into oh, what this show I is see. like for the yeah, most part. So, um, well, I talk about a lot about like what's either happening current events wise with the Trump administration or racist actions or police violence or whatever it may be. And the big thing that's been going on this last week was what happened in Philadelphia. So I'm going to play a short clip real, here real quick, and then we're going to discuss um, what happened. Here we go. So the chairs, the chair noise is kind of start getting a little bit loud there. So we'll <laughs> stop it right there. But if you have um, recognized the, the words from that clip, uh, what happened? This last week at a Starbucks in Philadelphia, actually, was that um, two African-American men were there sitting and waiting for a friend. Um, someone had asked them 
one of the managers that asked them to leave the store because they weren't buying anything. And he said, we're going to buy something. We promise we're just waiting for a friend who's got to show up. And then um, the lady ended up calling the cops. The cops came in and <laughs> arrested these men, took them out of the, the store. And the guy, the, the guy you hear yelling there is their friend. He's actually a white guy. He was saying, like, what did they do? Like, why are you guys arresting them for just oh, sitting it, here? It was a friend. He knew them. The guy who was yelling at he was their friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, um, so this is like kind of blew up and aware. spread across the internet. Like that video right there spread across the internet. Um, I mean, I bet many of you have probably heard about this already. And so, obviously, there's a lot of pressure on Starbucks to do something. And um, Starbucks now is closing over eight thousand stores, which is a lot of stores, um, for an afternoon um, on May 29th. Um, for nearly 175,000 employees um, to receive racial bias um, education and training. Have you snoped that? Do you know? Is that true? What? Like, is Snopes, like the whole, like, fact-checking? Yeah, it's all real. Okay. Because oh, yeah. I saw that, and I wasn't really sure, and I didn't really look into it, so. No, yeah, no, this is all real. Yeah, as far as totally doing this, like, their CEO put out a video. Um, so, CEO, um, De- Kevin Johnson, he... Um, Went on. He wanted. He did, made a personal apology to the guys. Um, he um, said these acts were reprehensible. He said, "I'm going to fix this. Uh, what happened to these two guys were wrong." And he said, "It's my responsibility because we don't have proper training for people in this way." Um, and the manager of that store was fired. There's been protests in the Philadelphia Dang. store for some time. Uh, so it's kind of blown up really quickly. Um, was it the manager who called the cops? Uh, one of them did. Yeah. Okay. And so. Um, I obviously know very little about this. I know, I've only seen the video. I know. I'm look. I had a final today. So. I know, <laughs> but um, the police. Yeah, and the police were also criticized because they just came in here and arrest these dudes and like who were just sitting, which just seems kind of like extreme. And they were held in, um, like a facility until like 8 a.m. the next day. It was like something crazy. But um, the men seemed very cooperative in the video. And they said they were also very cooperative um, elsewhere. But um, the big thing that stuck out to me was this is not just a Starbucks issue. It's also a societal issue is what a quote um, Mm. that Kevin Johnson, the CEO said. And um, good for him. He said, well, we we have to work. We have a lot of work to do. So they're shutting down all these stores. Emma, what are your thoughts on Starbucks shutting down all their stores for racial bias, education, training? I mean, I think it's good. I'll say that. Um, I think it's sad that it took, well, hmm. I'll say, okay, I think it's, <laughs> I have, I'm really bad about like saying what's in my head and then having to backtrack on topics like this. <laughs> um, I think it's sad that it took a, um, something like this, an event like this to have them stop and think hmm, maybe we should offer racial bias training mm. but also i kind of feel like what does a coffee shop have to do with racial bias like you know what i'm saying so like it kind of makes sense that they maybe didn't have one before but also kind of sad that it took arresting two people of color two innocent ones two innocent people of color who were just like literally waiting like mm. i saw a tweet kind of going around um who someone said you know like i've walked in it was a white woman so you know, a fellow sister yeah. um, who said, you know, I've walked into a Starbucks and used their bathroom and sat at a table without ordering anything a million times. And like, I know I've done the same thing. You know, I like I can distinctly remember mm-hmm. stopping at 
a Starbucks in Redding, California and literally walking in using the bath. It had a, the bathroom had a code on it. I got the code from someone sitting by the bathroom, used the bathroom, <laughs> left, didn't buy anything and was not like nobody bad an eyelash. So you were arrested. No, I wasn't arrested. I probably, wow. I probably had more reason to be arrested than these guys. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So I think it's ridiculous. It took an arrest of two innocent people of color to, get them to wake up and hold a racial bias training. Um, and I'll stick with that. I'll stand behind that statement. Um, I don't care that it's just a coffee shop. I know I said that before. Um, that is a question that kind of rose in my mind, like with that thought of, you know, is it really going to take this? Mm -hmm. Um, I also thought, well, they're a coffee shop, but I don't think that them being a coffee shop is an excuse for, um, just now hosting yeah. something like this. And I think too, like I, I see it as like, there's now we have 175,000 Americans who are going to be receiving training in this way. Which also, is cool. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Also having worked retail before. So I am backtracking on my statement completely having worked retail before. Um, I think every retail store, whether it's a Starbucks um, who is selling a food as well as retail or a clothing store, <coughs> I think um, I think that they all need to receive racial bias training. I saw a lot of um, indirect racism when I worked in um, in retail, and when I worked in, I worked at a few clothing stores back in my time, <laughs> and um, yeah, I saw a lot of indirect racism and just profiling. You mm -hmm. know, yeah, totally. Um, <coughs> and also, a video came out the next day of these guys—not um, these same guys, but someone else—was kind of doing an experiment with his friend. So he's a black guy, his friend's a white guy. He went up. He didn't buy anything. He went up to the front desk. He said, can I get the code for the bathroom? And she said, did you buy anything? He said, no. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to let you through. And he um, was like, all right. And then his white friend went up, asked for the code to the bathroom. She didn't ask if he bought anything or not. She just gave it to him. And he went to the bathroom fine. He didn't buy anything either. And they – this is interesting. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. So Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm in my throat. And I think oh, – you're fine. But I think also, like – I mean, I'm glad that Starbucks is doing this. But, like, when are – I don't know. Like, I think – police across america should be doing this i think schools across america should be doing this. i think we need to be very implicit bias is like a real deal yeah, and a I real agree. important topic and i think we need to be doing more um about it in that way i agree was it a starbucks that he did that um the experiment thing the out? Experiment yeah. okay that's interesting yeah um yeah i agree i mean i think that i don't have a fully formed and complete thought on that but i do think that um it doesn't hurt to do a racial bias training or even, you know, like as student leaders, we had to do like, a, I don't, what do they even call it? Like racial diversity, diversity, diversity training. training. Yeah. I don't think it ever, it's not, you're not losing anything by doing that. And mm. so, um, whether it directly pertains to your business or not, um, yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> being the owner of a small business, um, I think, you know, if I were to have a business when my business grows, I should say, um, if we were to become like brick and mortar or, or if we were to be reaching out to people that we don't know, um, you know, hosting a racial bias training, I don't think that's hurting anyone. I think that's teaching the people it's who really work important. under me that, yeah, this thing that we're selling, it's expensive. Essential oils are expensive. Um, all natural products are expensive, but, and you might have a bias to not approach people who don't look like you or who don't look like they can afford um, to buy what you're selling, but that doesn't mean you don't. Um, so yeah, I think just as someone who thinks about small business, I would, 
I wouldn't, I mean, it doesn't hurt anything, like I said. It's true, yeah. But if you want to do more research um, on this, there's lots of stuff. But um, I think, yeah, I think it's an important topic. And I'm, I mean, Starbucks is taking a big hit. I mean, like closing 8,000 stores, that's a lot of money lost for totally. a day. And Starbucks makes a lot, a lot of money. Um, and so I'm glad the CEO is taking this very seriously. I think he's a good example for how people should be taking these issues. Yeah. And, how he went to the guys directly. It's easy to overlook the victims in situations like this and look at just, okay, we need to fix our people. Totally. I think he could have very easily swept it under the rug. I have yeah. to say too, I was really impressed with, and I didn't know that he was the friend, but I was really impressed with the white guy who also That's how you stood. Privilege. I mean, I was very, yeah, I was very, I, like I was trying to think of something to say about it on Twitter. And I was very, um, as a white person who has a lot of people of color in her life, um, I think that it feels good to see someone else who looks like me doing that mm-hmm. um, because it would have been easy for him to not say anything. I also think he clearly understands that those two men of color could not say something in that totally, situation. Yeah. So I think um, overall it was, I just really, the situation sucks, but I commend the people who are being victimized in the um, situation. I think it was handled really well, both by the men of color as well as the white man. Totally. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you for being on the show, Emma. Cool. It was fun. It was fun having you. Hope I do it again sometime. I know. I kind of like this. I kind of want to start a podcast. You should. You should start one. You can <laughs> oldest podcast or something. There actually is one. Oh, really? um, that I listen to. I, I don't think I could talk about essential oils that much. I feel like you need like a visual aspect to it, though. You do. You you got to be able to touch them and smell them. I. I yeah. <laughs> sorry it's an all senses awkward <laughs> all senses thing out of context quotes <laughs> but um yeah so i'm gonna turn her mic off real quick but um i'm uh i may not i probably won't have a show next week guys because it's finals week and i gotta really focus in and study hard for a lot of things so i probably um won't have one next week i'm gonna try um starting one back up in may because i'll be on my own time and it on my own studio because I won't have be able to use this studio anymore because I'm using the schools and I'm graduating so it's kind of awkward um, but I'm so excited to be graduating next week it's almost here it's almost there I'm running my first half marathon the next Sunday um, yeah and so it's crazy like it's a crazy time um, but I'm excited for what the future is going to be holding and I'm excited to step into this new future with this podcast as a, an adult and rather than a student um, yeah, but thanks for tuning in again. Emma, any last words? Um, hit me up on social media, my friends. Okay, cut her off. There we go. That's enough <laughs> okay. Enough of that. Um, but um, thank I'm you. stealing the mic over here. Oh, my gosh. Now she's talking on my mic. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings to you all, um, wherever you may be or wherever you may be listening from. Uh, remember that you are loved and you are valued. And that this world can be a better place if we are able to have the uncomfortable conversations like the ones we've had either today or in the future because the hard ones make the world a better place. All right. That was my ramble. That was my sermon for you all. Peace out. Blessings on blessings on blessings. I'll see y'all when I see y'all.